to really like come home to yourself, to come home to your feminine nature, to the cyclical nature of life, it really is like a deprogramming. It really is a deconditioning and it can be very uncomfortable. You don't realize how much this false sense of busyness or productivity really keeps you from yourself and really keeps you from looking within and what's really there for you. And I think when I was sitting in reflection today, you know, one of the biggest messages that was coming forward was that, you know, sometimes in life we feel like things aren't working out for us, you know, that everything's going wrong, which seems like loss after loss after loss. And I've really realized that in those moments when we feel like things, life isn't working for us, that the divine is working for us. And what I mean by this is that, you know, for me. Welcome back to the Shadow Priestess Embodied. I'm your host, Kaylin Rakowski, and thank you for joining me today for another deep dive and exploration into your inner world, into your body, the shadow realms, where we will begin to explore some of these esoteric principles and really begin to drop them down into modern day application and embodiment. This is a sacred place where you can begin to truly meet yourself, meet your medicine, and to meet your magic. This is a place of remembrance. Take a deep breath and let's begin. Hello, gorgeous humans. Welcome back for another episode of the Shadow Priestess Embodied Podcast. You guys, it's been a minute since I've done a solo podcast. Like I feel all out of sorts now. Um, but truly, I've just really been enjoying inviting all these incredible guests, entrepreneurs, healers, authors, just it's been a ball. But Today, I was sitting in reflection. Can you believe like it's December? <laughs> Where did this year go? And um, I wanted to come on because this year has definitely been one of the most transformative years of my life. And what really led me to start this podcast, you guys, you know, so I just also before we dive in today, I want to take a minute and just thank all of you who show up with me in this space, who listen to my words, who receive my transmissions. It honestly means the world to me. And I have to tell you that this podcast is probably the first thing I've really done from just pure desire, desireless desire, because I wanted to not a certain attachment, not a certain expectation, but literally just because it lights me up to have these conversations with you all where I can kind of, you know, let you guys inside of my world, inside of my brain and let you know how I think and how I feel. And it's so beautiful to have a platform to do that, not only for myself, but for other incredible leaders and change makers, disruptives. Those are the people who really are my tribe. So thank you guys so much for being here. So where do I want to even start with this? So I was sitting in reflection today over this last year and really just the beauty in slowing down to speed up. And, you know, the beginning of this year started with just loss after loss for me. So right as the year kicked off, it's I think like 
January something. I can't remember the date, but you know, my perceived dream job at that time decided to let me go. And the message that I received was that the level of leadership and visibility that I was desiring to step into wasn't in alignment with being a part of their team anymore. And honestly, that loss that I was experiencing really like put me into the void. And it was hard, you know, I was grieving who I was, you know, my role there, my identity, just realizing how much of my self-worthiness and self-esteem that I had tied up in being a part of that team and having the role that I have and feeling like, you know, when that was gone, that everything got taken away from me. But sitting here now, you know, a year later, I can't sit here and say that I'm sad that it happened or that I wish I could go back and I wish it didn't happen because I truly believe that this is happening for me. And they were right. You know, my soul is calling for more. You know, I'm being called into my next level of leadership, visibility, impact. And I could never fulfill where God was calling me to go while being somebody else's sidekick or, you know, running somebody else's business and programs. So, you know, that really put me into my own initiation. And I have to say that the weirdest thing about this is, is that it's not that I wasn't already doing these things, right? I had private clients and things on the side, but I realized that I kept my business, I kept my spiritual gifts, you know, the unique set of, you know, energetic mechanics and essence that I bring. It's almost as, like, almost as if I compartmentalized it and put it on the sidelines, or it was like the side chick or, you know, a side hustle or a backup option. And I realized that this year really forced me to go all in on myself, to fully bet on myself, to go deeper into myself, into my gifts, into my medicine, into my voice, into my message, right? Almost where it's like, I had to essentially like get on my knees with God. And I feel like I'm still there. I feel like I'm definitely moving through the void and thriving in the void and getting these just little like nuggets and breadcrumbs and the pieces that I need. But it's definitely been a really challenging year. So that started and trying to now navigate, you know, going all in on my business and, you know, things were going well, things were going really well. At first, I had a couple amazing paid speaking engagements, which is like unheard of, like when you um, start doing speaking engagements. I then launched a group program. I initiated people in Holy Fire, like abundance was coming. Things were going good. And I was like, fuck yeah, like I can do this, you know, like th there's no problem. And then life kind of hit me a little harder and I lost my dad and I lost my dad kind of tragically, unexpectedly. And that really put me into the void even deeper because not only now was I grieving a past version of myself and identity, sense of safety, you know, all the things, I now was grieving the loss of my dad and just everything that comes with that. I mean, I don't know anyone listening if you've ever lost a parent or someone close to you that you love, but 
it's probably one of the biggest losses or grief that we'll ever truly experience. And losing my dad brought up so much in me from my childhood, you know, my sense of belonging, my sense of safety, stability, you know, it really caused me to look at like my relationship with my partner, my relationship with the masculine just in general. And that was a whole nother initiation, right, in itself. So here I'm navigating these deep portals of grief, grief of my job, my who I believed myself to be, who I knew myself to be, the loss of my dad, you know, while also being postpartum, my daughter was like five months old um, at the beginning of this year. So, you know, there was just so much and it really taught me so much about surrender because there were so many times in my logical mind where I thought that I should be pushing and I should be forcing and I should be showing up and I should be working with clients and launching new programs and blah, 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 you know, like all of the things. But my higher self, my intuition, you know, my gut just kept telling me that like, it's time to slow down. You know, it's time to create space. It's time to get still. It's time to drop into receptivity. And that just trying to do at this point would just be like mindless hustle where it's like you feel like you're busy, but you're not really getting anywhere. And this was a fight, you guys, especially, you know, in our society today, everything's always bigger, bigger, more, more push faster, harder, you know, go, go, go achieve, produce, blah, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's the world that we live in. So to really like come home to yourself, to come home to your feminine nature, to the cyclical nature of life. It really is like a deprogramming. It really is a deconditioning and it can be very uncomfortable. You don't realize how much this false sense of busyness or productivity really keeps you from yourself and really keeps you from looking within and what's really there for you. And I think when I was sitting in reflection today, you know, one of the biggest messages that was coming forward was that, you know, sometimes in life we feel like things aren't working out for us, you know, that everything's going wrong, which seems like loss after loss after loss. And I've really realized that in those moments when we feel like things, life isn't working for us, that the divine is working for us. And what I mean by this is that, you know, for me, I was drowning, you know, my partner travels quite a bit and he does that to support our family and to support me so I can live my dream. And I'll always be thankful for that. But on the flip side of it, it's like he's gone a lot. So I'm alone with one kid, two kids, three kids and trying to navigate being a mom, being a business owner, you know, starting my business, you know, going all in on myself, like it really just got to be a lot. And my nervous system really needed time and space to heal. And I realized that like all these things that I thought like weren't working out for me were truly serving me for my highest, greatest good. You know, if I didn't get let go of my job, it would never have given me the space to really drop deep into my body, deep into my own soul codex, my voice, my mission, you know, my medicine and really get to step deeper into that and share that with the world. You know, if that didn't happen at the beginning of the year, I wouldn't have had the space to just grieve, 
to grieve, to not put pressure on myself, to get to be with my daughter, to be with myself, to be with my emotions, to be with my mom, to help her through this process. So it was like, as much as I was fighting the slowdown and I was fighting the liminality, that was the greatest blessing that the universe could have gifted me in this moment. There was nothing better because if I had the clients, the money, you know, all the things that I, in my head, I thought that I wanted when I started my business, I would not have been able to hold it. I was not at the capacity with myself that I could have held space for clients at that time. And I feel like coming on the other side of this now where I'm starting to feel this sense of aliveness now and this spark and this curiosity and this desire again, I've just really have realized how much of a gift that this last year was and how much I wish I would have took the pressure off of myself, you know, that I was doing something wrong, that I wasn't doing enough and realized how actually everything in my life was perfect for me. God, higher self, universe, whatever you want to call it, like it perfectly crafted this year for me to have this space to go within, to heal, to release, to recalibrate, right? To rewire who I'm being, my nervous system, my identity, right? Who's in my life, how I run my energy, how I spend my time, you know, like all of the things that you really can't address when you're so busy on autopilot from thing to thing to thing, living the same day in, day in and day out. And, you know, I am a firm believer that if you really are desiring transformation, this first starts with creating space. If you can get someone to give you some support, even better. But the first step is really just like creating space. And this is why I'm such a firm believer that sometimes you really have to slow down in order to speed up and really think about it. Like how many times have you desired to create or bring something into your reality? And no matter what you did, like nothing was happening. We've all been there. And it's really because like everything in the universe is energy. And if you're so stuck in the hustle and the day-to-day and living the same life and operating the same way, there really is no space for the recalibration to take place where you're letting go of identities, ways of being, thoughts, emotions, beliefs, relationships, right? Like all of the things that aren't in alignment with what you say you're desiring to call in. But until we can really slow down and be still and be receptive, it's so hard to really bring conscious to these unconscious shadows and ways of being. Okay. So in order to truly integrate and embody this new frequency or version of self, there must be the space. And this is how we really shift your current reality or experience into what you truly desire. It's like the space is what creates the room or the capacity for whatever is trying to emerge to be birthed and embodied through you. And the transformation happens through your embodiment with your authentic essence and self. When you begin to calibrate to this, when you begin to value this, when you begin to move from this place. And this is why the space and the embodiment piece on an identity level is so important because 
this has to take place first before you get the clarity or the next steps or you start seeing the evidence, right? Transformation happens on the inside first, right? It's going to happen on an emotional or spiritual level before you ever see it out in the physical. And when you're on the transformation of your identity, it's like something that you used to identify as is emerging and evolving as you step into this new role and experience. And this is why the space is so important because it gives you the room and the capacity to really embody these new codes, these new templates, these new ways of being. It's like this is the recalibration phase of you owning what you have to offer, who you are, and opening yourself up to receive more, okay? This is why we have to allow space in our lives, where we have to go into those moments of pure just stillness and receptivity with God, because this is literally how you receive guidance from your intuition. How can you create space in your life where you are literally just in receptivity, in stillness, where it's not about like trying to fix yourself, right? And trying to get better and be more and be bigger, but like just dropping down into your body and becoming fully immersed in yourself. So many of us are running our lives from a false identity. And what I mean by that, it's like so much of who you believe yourself to be isn't even who you are. It's your programming, it's your conditioning, it's your upbringing, it's your trauma. So much of your essence you experience through a diluted lens because you know, so many of us I see on a massive level, especially people who enter my world, are so disconnected from themselves. And then it's like, no wonder that you're so fucking miserable, right? Because you keep trying to create and to achieve more and to produce more and to be more when it's not an authentic desire. It's not a soul desire. It's coming from the ego. It's coming from the mind. It's coming from what you've seen before, what you see other people have, what they've created, what they're happy about, et cetera. And it's like, we're missing the whole point. So above everything else in my life, I realized how this year, even if it didn't look how I think it should have or how my ego mind wanted it to go, it was absolutely perfect for my becoming. I've learned so much about myself, about my gifts, about my resiliency. I've deepened in my wisdom and my connection with spirit and going into 2024, I've never felt like I've had more clarity about who I am, who I'm here to serve, and how I'm supposed to do it. So if you feel like you're in these, you know, seasons where things are slow, things are stagnant, know that like this is when you get on your knees and you commune with God, when you connect back with your heart, when you connect back with your soul, because confusion lives in the mind and clarity lives in the body. And the more that you can come back home to yourself, home to your body, you know, home to your truth, it's so much easier to have discernment and to know like what is truly aligned for you, where you're being called to go. But when we just constantly keep trying to bypass how we're feeling and 
just keep pushing through and pushing and pushing, it's like we miss the medicine that is in the mystery. We miss the medicine that is in the void, that is in this liminality, when you literally are just in the darkness. And the beautiful thing about that, though, is like when nothing is certain, then everything is possible. And I'm at this point in my life that I realize everything is possible for me. What I've already created is more than what some people will ever have the courage to do. And I have to take a minute to celebrate the fuck out of myself for that, for being brave enough to show up on here, to share this with you, to share my gifts with the world, to be seen fully in my essence and my otherness, you know, in my witchy woo woo wild womanness, right? Like that's a gift. And I have to realize that all of this time that I've been building trust within myself and planting the seeds, it is literally magnetizing in everything that I could ever dream of, everything that I could ever desire. And it's just really releasing that expectation and attachment that life should be anything other than what it is. And how today can you just realize how incredibly blessed you are? How can you show gratitude for everything that you've overcome, everything that you've created, everything that you already are, because you have all the bits, you have all the pieces, you have everything you need to create an extraordinary life, but you have to stop putting so much pressure on yourself and seeking external validation and seeking approval and really drop into your inner compass and let your spirit lead the way. So much of this last year has been really developing trust with myself and with God letting my intuition lead the way, becoming someone who is truly spirit-led. And I know on the outside, it looks bananas to some people. It looks bananas to my family. It looks crazy. But I have this deep knowing and just this deep clarity of where God is calling me. And I know that if I continue to show up to be a vessel for the divine, to be this bridge between heaven and earth, to dedicate my life to being a pillar of light where I get to anchor in and stream these light codes and transmission for you that I am already living my purpose and that everything else will happen as a natural byproduct of who I'm choosing to be. But it's very hard to figure out who you know yourself to be, who you need to be, who you're being called to be if you are so disconnected from yourself. If you don't take the time to honor the cyclical nature of your life, to honor the seasons of your life where you're in the darkness, where you're going into the mystery, where you're going inward, where you're being asked to expand, to release, to be cracked open. But know that if God is calling you to this place, if God is moving you to this room, then it is on purpose and it was preordained. So instead of resisting it, instead of fighting it, instead of making yourself wrong or shaming yourself, believing it should be different, start to drop in and just ask yourself, like, what's here for me? How is this everything I asked for? How is this a gift for me? How can I devote myself deeper to whatever it is that you feel like you're being called to? And this is for all levels. Like it doesn't just have to be spirituality. Like to me, devotion is the medicine because when we're moving from a place of devotion, we're moving from a place of love. We're moving from a place of choice 
that I get to do this, that I want to do this. I desire this. I am inspired by this. I am moved by this, which to me is a way different energy than I have to do this thing, right? Or I need to do this thing. Do you like feel the difference in that? And I feel that this year has really taught me so much about devotion and no matter what the outside circumstances may look like, how devoted am I to myself? How devoted am I to my mission? And, you know, why do I desire it in the first place? And it's like every time that I can connect back with this why in the sense of devotion and love for what I'm doing, it literally propels me forward into what's next for me and what's aligned for me. But it's so much about trusting the process. And it's not trusting the process that you know everything is going to work out and be rainbows and butterflies, hugs and kisses and perfect. But it's about trusting who you're becoming and trusting your own resiliency that you know you are the universe in human form and that just as much as you can trust God and trust the universe, you can also trust yourself, knowing that you are self-sourced safety. And no matter what happens, that you'll always be okay. And I feel like that has been honestly the biggest lesson for me is that having this sense of safety not dependent on a relationship, not dependent on a job, not on a number of clients, on a certain income stream. And I feel like this next level of entrepreneurship that I'm stepping into, I had to go so deep into this void to create those new reference points for myself so that I can be in the waves and the ups and downs of money and you know, clients, opportunities, whatever it is, and still know that I'm okay, that I am self-sourced safety. That has been one of the biggest things, you know, also fully embracing my feminine energy and coming home to the cyclical nature of myself and of my life and not judging myself for it, not shaming myself for it, not making it bad that I need more space and more rest and more stillness and more interception at this time, but just fully being immersed with myself and letting myself grieve and move through what's ever here and meeting myself in these depths and new ways that I never have before. Realizing that there's been so many times in my life that I felt like it was something terrible and you know, like heartbreaking and, you know, world changing that I thought was happening to me, but really it was happening for me. You know, all this time I felt like doors were closing when there's literally being tables with my name on it being built and really just owning my sense of power, really seeing myself, seeing my gifts, seeing my essence in ways that I really never have before and that I haven't really valued and taking all of these amazing tools and nuggets and wisdom to apply with my clients to apply to this new year and also being so fucking excited for what's coming. This podcast has been like my journey of the ups and downs, the trials, you know, 
all the things in between, you know, over the last few months of this year. And I have to say that I've never felt more aligned. I've never felt more excited for what's coming. And even if that makes no logical sense to anyone else in my life, I feel it and I trust it and I trust myself and I trust my connection with God. So I wanted to just pop on if any of you have been in the season of just self-doubt, of slow, of stagnation, of grief, of loss, like know that better days are coming. Know that God has something special for you. God isn't done with you yet. That God is rearranging things on a cosmic level to give you the most juicy, delicious like timeline that you are so ready for. But all you have to do, baby, is just surrender and be grateful for where you are right now because I promise you it's absolutely perfect. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here today, you guys. I'm so excited for 2024 and all of the amazing guest speakers, transmissions that I have the honor of bringing to our community. I am currently offering a free feminine essence power activation. So if you're interested in that, click the show notes. And if you are someone who would like to leave me a review, I have a very special transmission on the coding of a priestess and the rose line specifically. You will know if you are being called. So if you'd like to leave me a little review, send me a picture on my IG, my email, however you connect, I will give you a free transmission that no one has access to yet.